Hell yeah. Welcome, everybody. Episode number one of This Week in Weed. General Jesus presents This Week in Weed with you. Number one is going to surprise. We'll be reviewing things. Not only products, or shows, or movies, or whatever, stuff like that, but also news, politics, comedy, uh, industry, cannabis culture, all that stuff. I mean, right here, bitch. That's right. See, it's going along the bottom. Follow us on Twitter. That's what we're doing live right now. We're on Twitter. We're also on the Center Jesus YouTube page and the Center Jesus Rumble page. Hopefully. I don't know if that's working. It says it's working. We'll see. I was supposed to do a Rumble pre-show at 9.30, but I found out you can't do it on the phone anymore. And at least you can't record or whatever on the phone anymore. Plus, you can't. Do more than one stream at a time, and I don't have to do two separate streams for the show. I'm going to be able to do this show on Rumble, see how that goes. Over there, we will see Energy Just Page. Energy Just Page on Rumble. Podcast for the show will go to Energy Just Page. Very many of you are wondering, hey, it's Energy Just Page. What happened to this Energy Just Show? Well, here's the thing. I want a little bit of a hiatus. It'll exist. Once you see the logo up there in the corner, over there and up here, other places. General Jesus presents without the podcast against generaljesus.net. All that stuff. If you have a new Twitter for the show, that's about it. It's going to be a cannabis focused show. There should be comedy and stuff. I'll still parody songs, cannabis related parody songs, and bits and stuff like that from the old General Jesus show. That'll be awesome. Um, and until we find a new opening, that'll be our opening song. That's the best I can do. <laughs> I'm not um, I'm not gifted in that way to be able to create something like that. No, nope, share the wrong screen. Can't do that. Don't want to do that. The other stuff we need to do. Uh, see, I'm in the wrong account. I gotta go. I gotta go to over the other account. This is where StreamYard pisses me off. It really does. Going from screen to screen and sharing different things is very clunky, and that is annoying. In any case, we got some tweets from people. That's the first thing we're going to do after I explain about the Stern G Show. Stern G Show still exists. It's just on hiatus. And we'll be back for special occasions. Uh, I'll still do interviews and stuff on Twitter with various people. Kind of uh, goose the algorithm if you will. Although my Stoner Jesus Twitter, Stoner Jesus 420, has been doing much better. At least like the memes and stuff. More uh, more reach, if you will. Do have a sponsor for the show. They're not quite ready yet, but uh, just a little preview. See that right there? Whoops. It's not the... They're linked on the show Twitter as well, and I'll have their logo up starting probably next week. I get everything finalized with the website and whatnot. It's going to be very cool. We're going to talk about their products. I have a lot of their products. We're going to be reviewing those as well and talking about that. But all of that is in the future. As I said, we have the tweets coming up. Also, some stories. we got the um, story about national legalization, marijuana legalization, purple weed, and you may have seen me tweet about this at SternJesus420 on Twitter, this new study that links cannabis use to mental illness. We've had many of these studies but they all boil down to one thing and i'll tell you what that thing is coming up 
But again, all the old Stern Jesus stuff, Stern Jesus dot now. Still be playing old we related clips on here. <clears throat> it's gonna be a serious show at times, a funny show at times. We're gonna do interviews and such. I hope you spread the word and tell people about this week in weed review on Twitter, T W I W R four twenty. To me, a wild ride. Then maybe not a wild ride, but it should be interesting to me at least. I don't know how wild a new streaming video show is and a new podcast, but you know, however wild something like that can get, that's how wild we're going to we're going to get here. I don't know. Probably not. And in any case. We'll inform you about weed. I'll give you my opinion about stuff. And we'll have a good time. We'll hang. We'll chill on Sunday nights. Hopefully that'll be the regular night. We'll see. It's all up in the air. Like I said, this is episode one. As, she's, as you see scrolling, it's episode one. Let's take another bong rip. Then get in these tweets. On the show Twitter, I asked, what's, your most, uh, what's the most disappointing thing to you about legalization so far? And I, as someone who was very disappointed in and legalization in many aspects. I'm very interested in this topic. You make that a little bit bigger. People not straining their eyes to see the tweets. See, this takes so long. Everything about fucking StreamYard. And they don't. I, I was hoping. I, I'm. I'm sure we're. I think we're <clears throat> streaming to Rumble. But we may not be. You have to help they'll do thing. They're supposed to have this straight streaming to Rumble here soon. But we will see. In any case, AK McFadden uh, said, "For me, as insurance companies are still not treating it like other prescriptions. Indeed, it's not recognized by insurance companies. And to this day, most doctors don't learn about cannabis in medical schools. Most medical schools, even though its use is." <clears throat> to, you know, paraphrase, well, not to paraphrase, but to underestimate a little bit, uh, widespread. It's quite widespread, the use of cannabis. <clears throat> yeah, it's in my throat. Hold on, Sam. There we go. <laughs> my friend Shelly Martinez, who does Smoke Out with Shelly, uh, SJ and Shelly, Shelly and SJ, Smoke out with Shelly and SJ with me. You can find that at ShellySJSmokeout.com. She said, poor products because the market is oversaturated. I hear that a lot from legalization states, especially Shelly's in California. As you can see from her name, Shelly from Cali. If you put the two or two together. A lot of legalization states, the, the quality is hit or miss. It's poor. Which is one of my many gripes about legalization and more moreover the government involvement in legalization. A Cortland Sandover slice of the taxes, absolutely the taxes, the regulations. It makes it almost impossible for the legal market to compete with the black market. Uh Born Winner said the fact that we are not getting it from street vendors. Yeah, I mean and I've said this before, I would I would hope, and this doesn't cover the street vendors thing, it's really can't get alcohol with street from street vendors, but if, le- if marijuana was just as legal as alcohol, you can brew alcohol at home, the small batch stuff. Um, you can go to places and buy it and drink it there. You can do it at the stores, many, many stores, and 
including the biggest grocery stores in the country, and buy it and take it home and, and drink it. All these things you can't do with marijuana. There, there's uh, downtown Cincinnati, where near where I live. There are these, uh, and probably in other big cities as well. There are vehicles. There's a driver, and it's like a long bar, and these people are all sitting around, and they have their own pedals, and everybody pedals the car or the vehicle or whatever. They're just driving around downtown Cincinnati pedaling and drinking alcohol. You tell me they can't smoke fucking joints doing that? Come on, bro. Hurricane Asha said that it's not on a federal level. Personally, we're talking about that coming up, the federal legalization. That's actually our first story uh, coming up. Timothy Smitty, a bear, said it's not free. Indeed. But it should be... It'll never be free, but it's should be much cheaper than it is. It's so much cheaper. <laughs> if it was just the market was left alone and not ha hampered by all the taxes and the regulations and whatnot. <sighs> um, pss, 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 pss. Raw Lives 93 on Twitter said the people still in jail for marijuana-based crimes. Only thing that's changed is the government allowed it to go corporate. I wouldn't call it legal until all parts are handled. Indeed. Uh, Dory, to be honest, I'm not disappointed. We were at the forefront of a very ethic story for marijuana. I don't think we would be legal in any form in my lifetime. I didn't think we would be legal in any form in my lifetime. I cannot complain because even if it's overpriced, we can get weed in stores instead of behind the stores. That's true. There are improvements. And I fear that's why we will accept this government-mandated corporate legalization because it's better than prohibition. Uh, Alchemist Gonjir said, How Virginia is so fucked recreationally. We have it, but we don't. Just many examples. And I'll talk about my gripes with legalization, obviously, throughout what we're doing here. I'm not going to say that's the point of the show. It's for me to bitch about things. But it's one of the points of the show. <laughs> it's not the whole focal point. But it will be a major part, I have to say, if I'm being honest. <laughs> By the way, over on the show Twitter, the uh, TWIWR420, I am following everyone back over there. So go take advantage of that shit. Holmes. That's right. I was also, a lot of uh, old slang is going to make it over from the Stern Jesus show as well. Just so you're prepared. As promised, it's from Forbes, is not yes, Forbes. Why national cannabis legalization is still a decade away, aka federal legalization. Even though recreational marijuana use is now legal in 23 states and most Americans support ending the federal ban, investors, entrepreneurs, and politicians are no longer high on it happening in the next 10 years. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis recently announced that if he is elected president of the United States in 2024, he would not decriminalize cannabis, let alone legalize it. I don't think we do that, DeSantis, whose home state is the country's largest medical marijuana market, with more than one bait in annual sales, said last week during a campaign event in South Carolina. Of course, uh, President Joe Biden isn't pro-cannabis either, nor are any of the other major declared candidates, including former President Donald Trump, uh, Trump's first attorney general. Jeff Sessions rescinded Obama-era protections for the industry. And more recently, Trump said that drug dealers should be executed. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who opposed cannabis legalization during his first bid for president in 2016 and referred to tax revenue from pot sales as, quote, blood money, 
said during a town hall on CNN that he would end parts of America's drug war, but still opposes legalization. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who's running as a Democrat, and got arrested for marijuana and heroin decades ago, said he would decriminalize weed, but he stopped short at legalization. The point is that the president is going to dictate this policy a lot at the federal level, and there's no one on the horizon that's going to be president that's going to support legalization, much less push for it. I know a lot of people had high hopes about Biden, but of course, after he got young people to vote for him, he stopped talking about the issue uh, completely. Uh, they talk about, you know, if people get elected, the term will last, like Biden, if he gets reelected, he'll last to 2029. If uh, someone like DeSantis gets in and gets two terms, that's January 2033, we are looking at. Um, it's one of the major problems. I mean, one of the major themes, again, of the show is what's wrong with legalization is the fact, in a nutshell, that what, who we have in charge of legalization are politicians. Politicians are the ones who made it illegal. Um, I can to make that story bigger. Hold on. So y'all can read along with me. <laughs> that politicians who made this illegal in the first place, who expanded the drug war in the early 70s, the politicians did that, and now we're asking the politicians to fix it and legalize, and it's going to be fucked up. And the cannabis industry, the legal cannabis industry, will never, ever reach anywhere close to its potential. And, you know, that's a shame. Article goes on to talk about Biden, you know, how he's kind of like, you know. Like in October 2022, he pardoned all U.S. citizens convicted of federal marijuana possession and asked the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Attorney General to review expeditiously how marijuana is scheduled under federal law. It's very expeditious, as is everything the government does. Um, and he said some things about, you know, pro-weed. But again, it's translated to no policy whatsoever. And I don't know. It's, it's just a shame. Like I said, that would be a major theme of the show, is how much of a shame it is that legalization is what it is. I know. And what we're going to get out of it. I'm going to try to do more um, more questions like that as well on the show Twitter. Just kind of, you know, some interaction with the folks. Again, you go follow us on Twitter over on the show Twitter. The one that's scrolling along the bottom of the screen. And you will get a follow back. I will personally hit that button and follow you. Another big thing that happened this week well, a little longer than a week. It's the first show. I had to go. It's not. It's not. A, it's a little longer than a week. It's more than a week. But from here on out, we do it once a week. It'll be reviewing the the the, the preceding week and what's going on. Recreational. <laughs> it's going well so far. Recreational weed legalization in Maryland. Here's what you need to know. And of course, CBS News claims to know what you need to know. State of Maryland is preparing for a new era as the recreational use of cannabis becomes legal. It became legal on July 1st. The law will permit residents age 21 and older possessing a government ID to buy, use, possess, and even cultivate limited quantities of marijuana. There are crucial points to understand about this, leg this legislation, cautioned Don 
Berkowitz, the deputy director of the American, the Maryland Cannabis Administration, in a recent interview, uh, has clarified the scope of the new legislation. Uh, it was legal to consume, purchase, and possess as, as of July 1st. The law restricts use to private residences. Public smoking remains prohibited, which is the norm uh, in state legalizations. Despite the state's progressive stance, cannabis is still considered illegal under federal law. It's prohibited, prohibited on federal properties, including parks and government buildings. Uh, she said also, she continued, the purchase limit is the same as the possession limit for personal use. That includes up to 1.5 ounces of cannabis flour, 12 grams of concentrated cannabis, or up to 750 milligrams of THC. Seeing these limits could lead to legal repercussions. For instance, possession over 1.5, but less than 2.5 ounces of cannabis may lead to civil fines. While quantities exceeding two and a half ounces could be considered an intent to distribute, leading to criminal charges. Another one of the downsides of legalization is the restrictions on how much you can buy, how much you can possess, how much you can grow, how much you can have. There's a certain amount, a certain arbitrarily arrived to amount, like two and a half ounces in this case, and hey, you're trafficking, bro. You can't do that. The government has control every aspect of this if they're going to allow you the privilege of legally consuming cannabis. Previously, growing cannabis plants came with legal consequences, the article continues. However, this restriction will be lifted under a new law. Households are allowed to grow up to two plants indoors or away from public view. And, you know, as obviously home growing is essential to legalizations, legalization plans, Two plants, another arbitrary attempt to restrict, you know, distribution, going back into the black market. Oh, God. Well, these changes mark a significant shift in Maryland's marijuana policy. There are still key restrictions that the public must be aware of, such as cannabis use while driving and no consumption on public roadways, on public transit. We want to really make sure that consumers use responsibly responsibly if they choose to consume. See that right there? That's it, right? That's it in a nutshell. We really want to make sure that consumers use responsibly if they choose to consume. We want to continue to control how people consume cannabis is the bottom line. And it's just, ah, ah, that's what it is. It's, ah, I'm going to take a break, play a St. Peter parody song about smoking weed from the Stoner Jesus show. Now I'll be back with more stories, including how purple weed could save California's pot farms from a severe pathogen. That's right. Does that sound scary, bro? Should. It's a severe pathogen. Anyway. Then the SoundCloud. The Stern Jesus Show SoundCloud. <laughs> Anyway, check it out. It's cool. St. Peter, he made it on the new show, as we knew he would. Well, this uh, San Francisco, this SF Gate story is taking forever to come up. I think no, it's not still not done. God, it's annoying. It's awful. It's, it's like cut into my my awesomeness of this parody song. Just finished loading. Why is it not? You know, I don't give a shit. Here, St. Peter, fucking crank it up. Yeah, time to blaze up, yo. Do the Carlton. 
It's not unusual for me to smell like weed. It's not unusual for my eyes to be hard to see. When I'm out and about, I'm packed with THC. It's not unusual to see me high, man, I'm so fried. It's not unusual for me to blaze some dank shit. It's not unusual for me to take big hits. If you should ever need someone to bake with. It's not unusual, I'm never far away. Any time of day, you'll find me in the basement, blazing it up a fucking day long. Can't remember where my purple haze went. Oh man, this booth is full of smoke. I'm so fucking baked, yo. It's not unusual for me to smoke a bowl. It's not unusual for me to choke on a bone. But if I ever find you pinch my fucking stash, it's not unusual for me to stab you in the throat. In the throat. Till you bleed and die. Whoa, whoa, don't pitch my fucking stash out. Wow, just, I don't use, <clears throat> I don't use a word like brilliant often, but that's fucking brilliant. That's brilliant shit from St. Peter. Thank you, St. Peter. Again, his influence being felt even now on the new show. I guess if he keeps sending, if he sends in a voicemail, if it's kind of we related, I'll play it. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, as promised, purple weed is going to save us all. So I'm to share the screen. I got to fucking, I got to go save it. Share it, crop, uh, not crop it, fucking load it up, then share, add to the stream. And the page is still loading. It's been loading this whole time. I guess there's more. Is there more? You want to show me more ads? SF Gate. Purple weed could save California's pot farms from a severe pathogen. More than 90% of California's pot farms are infected with a crop-destroy disease. And there you see, it's a beautiful purple weed. An estimated 90% of California's cannabis farms are infected with a severe pathogen that can destroy the value of pot plants, leaving cannabis farmers, farmers with a worthless harvest. A recent scientific breakthrough was offering a glimmer of hope for the beleaguered farmers. Scientists have discovered a type of purple-colored cannabis that appears to fight the widespread plant disease, which is called hoplatent viroid. It's not a cool band name. Or HLVD. We'll go down to see hoplatent viroid tonight. Fucking rock the place. HLVD damages cannabis plants. And significantly reduces their value by decreasing the amount of active, active compounds like THC they produce. Two weeks ago, a group of scientists at Metal, Metal Medicinal Genomics, a Massachusetts-based company, 
announced they had accidentally discovered that one of their cannabis plants appears to be partially resistant to HLVD, hop latent viroid. The scientists also noticed that the plants turned purple as it was fighting the disease. Cannabis plants can occasionally turn from green to other colors like red, blue, or purple because of genetic environmental factors. Uh, purple plants have long been valued in the cannabis community with prized strains like Granddaddy Purple, Mendocino Purps, and Purple Haze. Uh, Kevin McKernan, the chief science officer for medicinal genomics, announced his company's findings earlier this month, announced his company's findings earlier this month at a conference in Florida. Kernan said the plant was significantly more purple than a second plant that had same, the same genetics but was not exposed to the viroid. He said, quote, we don't know why this is happening. This could be an immune response. But we're not seeing this purple coloring as heavily increased in the control that's not affected. At the same conference, Zamir K. Punja, a Canadian professor of plant biology, said he considers HLVD to be a major threat to cannabis farms. He said these researchers found that infected plants can reduce their THC yield by 40%, causing severe economic damage to a farm. Literally a buzzkill. It's extremely hard to get rid of the pathogen because HLVD spreads easily between plants, sticking to tools and circulating inside a pot farmer's water supply. Not only that, once the plant is infected with HLVD, it makes the plant more susceptible to catching other diseases, a phenomenon that led Punjab to dub HLVD, quote, the COVID of the cannabis world. Great. Now weed plants have fucking COVID. The purple weed to the rescue. You know, it's disconcerting that they don't know why it's doing what it is, but I'm assuming they're on that. I'm assuming they're going to, they're going to find that out post-haste. Now they've stumbled onto it. Anyway, one more parody song. Now we have that study I talked about earlier, the uh, link between cannabis and mental illness. But I didn't get a chance to hit the wrong too much on the last break because I was fucking tweeting out the show. So I'm going to do it now. <laughs> While you enjoy another St. Peter classic, I think I'm on this one too. Pretty sure. A collab, if you will, between me and St. Peter. It's exciting. <laughs> Check it out. I love smoking bowls. Yeah. Another St. Peter classic. Fire it up, yo. I saw her standing there looking all hot and shit. As I walked across the room, I knew this was it. Her titties were standing out. The kind you want to put in your mouth. And I asked her straight up if she would sell me some weed. Yeah, some weed. And I asked her right then if she would sell me some weed. Yeah, some weed. Saying I love smoking bowls. Pack it up and stick it in my mouth, baby. I love smoking bowls. I want up and I suck on it. Woot! She smiled and motioned for me to follow her. She led me outside and we stopped next to a dumpster. I asked her if she had the shit. She said the chill she had it. 
Next thing I knew, she pulled out this dank-ass weed, dank-ass weed. She pulled out this fat bag of dank-ass weed, dank-ass weed. Saying, I love smoking balls. Pack it up and shove it in my mouth, baby. I love smoking balls. Fire it up and puff on it. Woot! Yeah, blaze one up, bitch. She said you're really hot. You want to share this pot? I said, would you just sell me some fucking weed? Yeah, some weed. I'm looking to buy a bag of fucking weed. Yes, yeah, some weed. Because I love smoking balls. Nice and hard in my mouth, baby. I love smoking balls. Let's move along now so I can smoke some weed. Yeah. That bitch was persistent. Yeah, I got my fucking bag of weed. I went home and smoked it by myself. I'm awesome. So there you go. Oh, the next one. Uh, St. Peter. <laughs> I wasn't in that song, unfortunately. I thought I was, but that was a different song I'm thinking of. That was the one where St. Peter uh, bought some weed from this hot chick and she was trying to, like, you know, bang him. But he showed her. He just got his fucking weed and went home and smoked it by himself. St. Peter is a winner. If you learn anything from the Stanford Jesus show, it's that. Anyway. The Wall Street Journal, you may actually see me tweet this out, Stern Jesus 420. Cannabis is linked to mental illness. That's the headline. You'll find out later that's not true. That's the headline for all of these stories. And it goes back in this. I'm going to read the article, obviously. Uh, but you can read all the articles I talk about on the show or on our show Twitter. If you want to go look at them, comment on their pages, comment on our, on the Twitter, you know. Email me a comment, whatever. StarmerJesus420 gmail.com. You'll see that every... They, they talk about the former studies that have shown this link, supposedly. And all of the articles written about these studies say the same thing. Cannabis is linked to mental illness. A major new study shows that people who abuse the drug are more likely to be diagnosed with depression and bipolar order. Disorder. Um, <clears throat> several studies have shown... A chronic cannabis use is linked to higher incidence of schizophrenia among men in their early 20s, the age when the disease is usually diagnosed. The first paper on the topic, a Swedish study published in 1997, found that heavy, heavy cannabis use was associated with a six-fold increase in schizophrenia risk. In the decades since, social scientists have unearthed a strong link between the heavy cannabis use and other severe psychological illnesses, including clinical depression and bipolar disorder. There's the phrase again, a strong Link. Now, a new longitudinal study has examined the medical records of all citizens of Denmark over the age of 16, some six and a half million people in all, for patterns of diagnosis. That sounds like a creepy invasion of privacy, but whatever. Hospitalization and treatment for substance use between 1995 and 2021. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the paper, published in the journal JAMA Psychiatry in May, Dr. Oscar Hogard Jeffson of Our House University. And colleagues show that people who have previously been diagnosed with cannabis use disorder were almost twice as likely to be diagnosed later with clinical depression. 
according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. There's another winner of uh, truthful information. Cannabis use disorder is characterized by craving marijuana, using it more often than intended, spending a lot of time using it, and having it interfere with friends, family, and work. So in other words, a completely subjective diagnosis, cannabis use disorder. Even more dramatically, the paper also found that people with cannabis use disorder were up to four times as likely to be diagnosed later with bipolar disorder with psychotic symptoms. Now, here is the, the, the crux of this study, this article, and all articles on studies like this. And there have been many. This supposedly, again, showed the link between cannabis and mental illness. This, this I quoted on my Twitter, Strategies 420. I'm going to read it to you now. I'm circling it with the cursor as we speak. Quote, Though the association was strong, the authors note that they can't say for certain. Remember, there's a link. <clears throat> there's a strong link. They can't say for certain whether chronic and heavy cannabis use induces psychosis or whether people prone to mental illness are more likely to be heavy users. It makes sense that people who feel the symptoms of incapacitating depression or mania or who sense apparitions or voices only they can hear might try to self-medicate with cannabis. I, and it's like that for every single study that you can reference on this subject. They cannot say that there is a causation between cannabis use and mental illness. It could just easily be, and maybe more likely to be, the fact that people who feel these things are more likely to self-medicate with cannabis. And that skews the results of these studies. Either way, the titles are lies. The implications are lies. The things that are said are lies. And then always they squeeze in that one little paragraph. By the way, we don't know if there's really a strong link or a link at all. We don't know if there's any causation whatsoever between cannabis use and mental disorders or illnesses. <clears throat> so what's the point? The point is to get the headline, hey, Cannabis use makes you fucking nuts. It's bullshit. And that's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to expose the bullshit. Because I don't think there's enough big accounts and big shows talking about cannabis. There's all kinds of shit going on, I understand. But they can cover that. I'll cover this. I have many years experience writing articles about cannabis. Over 3,000 articles. Many years of broadcast experience. Many followers on Twitter. We'll see if that can combine and uh, into something. A voice you know, in the wilderness or whatnot. Maybe someday, somewhere down the line, we have maybe like a little uh, a little network, if you will, of cannabis podcasts. Starting with This Week in Weed. Maybe not, I don't know. Let's take one bong for the road. Go follow us on Rumble, YouTube as well. Spread the word, share, and whatnot. Thanks for checking out the show. Peace, show.